90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. We are back. Hey, Kel. Hey, Adam. How are you? Woo-woo. We made it. Oh, my. <laughs> Adam, is that the noise you make when you hit the clubs after getting out of pandemic? Is that what's going Woo-woo. on? <laughs> well, it's the last noise I made in the club a year and a half ago, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see if it's the same one going back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, a club reboot. That's yeah. what you're heading into, right? What? what? Oh, hey, yeah. now. That's hey. Adam's own Thunderpuss remix. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderpuss is his street name, Kel. Don't be wrong. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of reboots, you know what we're going to talk about today? Another fun possible reboot from our favorite decade. Again. Yeah. Also, the Free Britney campaign continues, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, we'll tell you who is inspired all over again by Going to her roots. And we'll talk about why Baby Spice ain't no baby no mo. And some of her, uh, some of the world's favorite Spice Girls tunes. We'll talk about that. And Kelly's trivia, of course. Where do we stand on that, Kel? Well, if memory serves, 3516, Sharon's favor. Hey all, now. Right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to up my numbers. <laughs> uh, Adam, a quick question for you. Um, I know we are yeah. approaching the end of season nine. Uh, when season 10 uh, restarts, will you want the counter started back at zero? Like, is that what we're aiming for? I've been counting on this since day one. <laughs> I, I think that would be fair. I'd like to see my numbers build back up too. So, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Just wondering what the plan is. All right. Yeah. Uh, So why don't we start uh, with the Free Britney movement? And at the time of the recording of this show, uh, there will have been something that uh, will have taken over July 14th. And that's that's like a a radio takeover, right? Mm -hmm. For Free Britney. This whole movement is uh, pretty compelling and, and global in its reach. And one of her contemporaries is in full support of this campaign. In fact, behind the radio side of it, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees, who works in radio now, which is nice to know. He's He's got more than a face for radio, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but he talked about recently how uh, he can he can see where she's been at. He sort of compares it to uh, the sudden rise to fame that 98 Degrees had from them being from a small town, even being laughed at, he said, for quitting college to go and pursue a singing career. And he said it was an interesting uh, overnight turn of events that the same people who were cascading him out of town were suddenly wanting things. Distant cousins that did exposés and people that he wasn't even friends with were wanting tickets or coming around to say that they need his needed investment for different things aren't people in family funny oh my gosh (laughs) and he said that 98 degrees was popular but not anywhere near as popular as britney spears so uh things turn on a dime with that kind of popularity and she is still commanding the attention of the world that's for sure and uh again by the time that we are doing this show who knows what will have happened after the free britney radio takeover what do you think cal well i think it's interesting that this is actually a thing. You know what I mean? That there's, you know, radio stations that are going to do this because it still seems like a bit of a slippery slope to be jumping on until they actually figure this out legally. You know what I mean? Like if I was a program director, I would be kind of staying away from it, I think, until you have a clear sense because you don't really want to jump the gun, right? Because it's not that I don't believe everything that Britney's saying, but there still needs things to be worked out. You know what I mean? And they need to figure out exactly what is best for her. 
And mm-hmm. and so I don't know. Like I I see the importance of her fans, you know, being behind her and wanting her to be healthy and happy and free. And I think all of that um, needs to happen. I just want to make sure it's done properly because what if things aren't as as stable as you know she's making it out to be? You know what I mean? Um, and I say this because of some of the social media posts I've seen her do over the last while. Right. And some of them are a little suspect. And this is even before this recent, you know, round of things. So I just want to make sure that she's okay because the last thing I would want for her is to slide back to where she was in like, what was it, 2007 when things went really off the rails. So yeah. I just think that they – I just want her to make sure and her team to make sure that that if they do let her – uh, loose, if you will, uh, as she should be as a as a as a person, as a human. That release the Britney, release the Britney. I just don't want. I guess my concern is I don't want her to like lose all her money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or get into a position where like I know that she's been with her boyfriend for a long time. Like I think at least four years at this point. But I want to make sure she's protected even from him, you know, like as all of a sudden yeah. has he been biding his time, you know, and like all of a sudden going to fleece her. Like, And I know this mm-hmm. sounds a bit pessimistic, but I, I just want her to be OK because she's been through so much. But can you imagine the uh, the fallback if that did happen or the fallout rather that the whole world is is looking for her freedom for her. And then if something were to go wrong after this much of a, a concerted effort, anybody that messed with her would be messed with, I imagine, Instantly. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So I just want her to be, I just really want her to be happy and healthy and, and to keep her money that she earned because she obviously did earn it, you know? Yeah. 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 I think that, uh, yeah, it's an, it, you're right though. It is a total slippery slope. It uh, falls under the banner, I'd like to say, of uh, none of our business, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we've I, all been brought into it. So you just sort of cheer for the right thing to happen yeah. for her. I guess too, like it's just again, because some of the posts I've seen from her, like, she just seems a little roller coaster righty, you know what I mean? So I, like yeah. there's times where she seems super on it and others where I'm like, is she okay? Like and you and I've talked about this over the past year or so. You know, mm-hmm. like where there's been times where I'm like, I'm not sure if she's good. So is she is she fighting to perform still or is she being At the um, moment from what I gather, she is not having any intention to perform until her dad is out of the picture because I don't think uh, she wants him to But he to wants get her to perform? Money. I think, well, I think that was her, his plan at some point. I mean, they do have to, you know, as you and I've talked about before with Adam, at last check, the number that seemed to be floating around is that she's worth only 60 million. And I know for all of us, that's like amazing, but for the amount of marketing (laughs) and everything that she has put out and concert sales and like all that stuff and album sales, she should be well over, to me, she should be well over 200 million at this point and steady and and holding and growing, you know? But she's not. So does she have to work her butt off to get back to that point? Because it sort of seems like, at what point does she get a break? If it was me, I think she's been on a break for a while as far as I can, you know, can tell. Like the last couple of years, she, you know, and I think if she's still that creative person, you know, you would like, I can't imagine not being creative. I don't know about you and Adam, but I cannot imagine it. So mm-hmm. I feel like if she's a creative person, she would want to get out and do stuff if the shackles are off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if Brittany goes free. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that trending. Yeah. She should have a new <laughs> single called Shackles. Shackles. Remember, there was a song by. Um, Wasn't it a gospel was group? It, Wasn't yeah, it Mary Mary? Uh, Mary Mary. I was I've, honest to God, I've been listening to that song kind of on a loop lately because it's one of those, yeah, it gets going. I think it's from like 2000 or so. And yeah, praise you. Shackles. Such a great song. Loop it. Loopy. <laughs> Loop, yes, I am. Uh, are you ready to um, battle it out, Adam? 
As ready as I'll ever be. Let's do it. Yeah. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that sound, um, bah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the rap horn, horn holy moly. Yeah, the rap horn. Yeah. Or the the I'm in danger horn. <laughs> um, have you guys watched Holy Moly? No. I have not. Oh my gosh, it's so worth it. Is that a movie? It really is. It's like extreme mini putt. <laughs> So you're playing along, and there's situations, so you have to, like, do something in order to determine what shot you'll get. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, i got to dive into a mud pit and swim to the other side and then do the shot. Or or you got to go through the windmill, but the wind the the windmill actually is huge, and it will knock you down. That kind of stuff. And are there uh, rap horns in it? Well, the funny thing is that Rob Riggle, who's a comedian, and uh, I think the guy's name is Joe. He's a sports announcer who's got a beautiful voice. Uh, on the last episode that I saw, Rob Riggle sort of turned into his, he's like a foot away from him. And he turns kind of into his ear and goes, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and like got him, like shook him almost, you know, like, oh my God, don't make that sound again. Because um, that's how enjoyable that sound is. So all that to say, holy moly, yep. let's do Kelly's Trivia. Yeah. By the way, if you go to a Drake concert, you'll hear that noise about 97 times during the hour and a half uh, performance. Brother. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so 3516, uh, Sharon's favor. So yeah. question number one, Adam, all I can wish you is bunch chance at this point. Thank you very much. Um, so in the movie Misery, obsessed fan Annie quote unquote hobbles novelist Paul. What did this hobbling actually consist of? What did she Sharon. do to him? Go, Sharon. She clubbed his le- uh, ankle. Yes. That is it correct. It was brutal. Adam, That's ever- a lasting image, yeah. honestly. Did you ever watch that movie, Adam? I've. It's funny. I've heard of the movie for the first time this week. Did you? Isn't that funny? I That's... don't remember. Why did, I, why did somebody talk about it? It's so worth it. That's like a timeless... Like, the story is timeless. Yeah. It doesn't matter what generation, anything. And she is good. Didn't she win the Academy Award for that, Sharon? Or I like think she for did. For Supporting Actress? I'm pretty sure she did. She should have if she didn't, but I'm pretty sure she did. It's Kathy Bates, right? Yeah. 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 That Adam, you have to watch it. Like, Noted. you must. Yeah, That'll be your really homework good. during your vacation that we'll make sure that you've done. Thank you very much. Uh, so 3616, 3616. Adam, I feel like you have a chance with this one. Thank you. Uh, but it's, it's not a, it's not a Frasier question though, just so we're clear. Uh, beepers and buzzers were totally awesome nicknames for which piece of 90s technology? Beepers and what? Buzzers. 90s technology? Yeah, they're kind of like, it was like a nickname for this 90s technology. Oh, Sharon. Go, go Sharon. Pagers. Yes! Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have one, Sharon? <laughs> I did not. I was never that important. Oh, my God. <laughs> Full disclosure, I... Oh, um, no. Yeah, so I never no. had, like, a like a personal one, but we had them on the farm because oh. that's how they used to get a hold of us if we were in the field and needed to call in to, like, let's say, check the, the order, like, if we had to add more sod to the truckloads or whatever. Um, or come in for lunch. Yeah, so like all of a sudden, like you'd have this beeper, and it would start. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why is my pants moving?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a be- my beeper." So, so I had one for like a couple of years, and I remember once because I was young at the time, right? And uh, like, of course, I thought it was cool, and so yeah. I remember 
one day. I don't know why. And looking back, I'm such a doorknob, but like I totally brought it to school. <laughs> like in grade nine, as like, and my friends are like, You have a pager? I'm like, Yeah, like in case my parents need to reach me. <laughs> they did not need to reach me in grade nine math class. <laughs> they were just happy you were in a building somewhere yeah. they didn't have to worry about you. That's oh. all right. In grade nine, I did I did not want my parents to be able to. Yeah, reach me. exactly. <laughs> but I felt like honestly, I felt like like hot bananas for about like you know a day there. That was good. And then I was like, this is probably silly, so I won't do that again. <laughs> and then he said, Yeah, I'm a doctor. That's why yeah, I'm this pager. <laughs> I just came. I come to high school to keep it level. You yeah, know, keep a balance <laughs> in my life. I think we had the pagers like the year before my sister got her giant cell phone, like the thing that could land airplanes. Yeah, I think because the size of a shoebox. Hello. Because yeah. I when did you get yours? Because my sister got hers, and she still has her number. By the way, she still has her 1995 phone number. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have the same number too. Mm. Yep. I have the same number too. It's only been 11 years, but it's still the same number. My first phone was uh, a Nokia. It came in a sassy little case that had like, Ooh. it was like faux leather and a plastic front. And oh uh, yeah, that was before texting. Yeah. Because then my second and one of the favorite phones was a Samsung flip phone. Ooh. It was silver and it was like little and it could slide in any pocket. And I was like, flippy, hello. <laughs> and then you get like super skilled on pressing the buttons yeah. however many times to get to the appropriate letter. And you didn't even have to look, mm. which is code for, yes, I did it while I was driving because I was driving and my hand would be over here and I was. Well, it was allowed at the time, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so was smoking in public places. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, drive, how we've grown. And driving without your seatbelt on. Oh, super 70s, yeah. man. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just sit back there and stay seated. It's so funny now because <laughs> when you see kids and stuff, like when they're like on their bikes or whatever, like, you know, they've got their helmets on as they should, like to be safe. But I'm thinking, sometimes yeah. I think back, I'm like, God, my parents like sent me out like with no uh, protective gear. They had me climb trees. It was all fine. So. Oh, Yeah. And now you see people, kids have helmets and the parents don't. Yeah, I know, right? I How do you rationalize that? Because a kid would ask. Yeah, exactly. Well, where's your helmet, Daddy? Daddy doesn't need a helmet. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or go to your room, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you want to talk about that reboot? Let's do it. You want to make a return to Melrose Place? Did you watch that do show? Do I? I did. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would have been like your age group, no? Ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally that. And Grant's show was recently on the talk, talking, yep. about how he'd be into it, pointing out that the original run of Melrose Place ended 22 years ago. Wow. That's Isn't bananas. that bonkers? That's bananas. Um, Adam was being potty trained, I think. No, <laughs> he's older than that. Um, and I hope he was potty trained by five. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> but uh, Grant's show was talking about how at the time the show was, you know, cool and effective and it was people in their 20s with their goals and things like that. Uh, and now that the cast is approaching their 60s, crazy, which is to say that I'm not approaching my 60s. I mean, I am. I mean, we all are. But I'm further away than I am closer to it, just for the record. Mm -hmm. um, but he talked about, you know, from that perspective, what did you get? What didn't you get? What aspirations were achieved? How are you dealing with your disappointments or even your successes? He talked about ageism in Hollywood and how rampant that is and that a show like this would actually address that. What do you think, Kel? Oh, I think it would be amazing. I always loved him. He was like my favorite. I never watched uh, many episodes of that. I was more of a 90210-er. But uh, it was an Aaron Spelling show, right? So uh, yeah. So that was obviously great. I did like the Heather Locklear. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it would be awesome to have them back. I think, and and like he said, to kind of kick ageism in its face. I think that would be ridiculously cool, and they would have a lot of people in their forties and fifties tune in and watch that show. Oh, totally, totally that. And yeah. the other fun thing is, um, well, I think if it, if it did come back, they would have to change the name probably to something like um, Melrose Golden Gardens Residence <laughs> or something. <laughs> Just to signify, yes, we are tackling ageism, but we are old. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that would be – because remember, what was it? Golden Girls became Golden Palace, so maybe the Melrose Golden Palace? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, a dirty joke just ready to pop out of my head. So. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. We don't have a letter rating of E. <laughs> the kids can still listen to us in the car. Don't do it. <laughs> Hello, family. Yeah. Now we'll go on to uh, much – well, not more important, but other important matters, like uh, which Spice Girls song is is the most played? Can I tell you how happy I am? Like, I'm, I'll let you announce the name, but, like, this is one of my favorite songs, and I think it was my favorite song. It's, it's definitely a favorite over the one that everybody thinks it would be. Well, that's the interesting thing. I thought of you as soon as I read this, because I'm like, wait a minute, that's one of Kelly's top two. Oh, exactly. Yep. Um, so everybody would think, I think, yep. that... You know, because of the 25th anniversary of Wannabe, oh, tell you what a wannabe, <laughs> is, uh, would, that would be the number one most played song, and it's not. That was number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, two. Yeah. See that, Adam? I two do. Two fingers. Uh, number <laughs> one, who do you think you are? That's amazing. So huh. cool. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? I think I even have a remix of that that's pretty sick. But- it As wouldn't be. Should. It's not the most streamed song ever by the Spice Girls. Most played. Most played. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's real. Have you heard it, Adam? It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, it does make it sense. It's very good. I used to have it in my workout playlist. Yeah. <laughs> that consider yourself shut down, Adam. It does make sense. No, but because okay, I said so. Yeah. Okay, but I'm 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 looking at Spotify <laughs> stats right now. Yeah. Okay. And on Spotify, who do you think you are? Has 41 million. And Wannabe has 605 million. I know it's just one platform. It's just Spotify, but st- still. What was the name of the resource? The, was it PPL? Cal? Yeah, it was a phonetic. So it, was, so it was like being played, I think, on the radio, right? Like So plays. radio plays. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's fair. the differential, the generational difference yeah, fair. of songs that get played and songs that get stream their butts off honestly yeah. you can't be in a bad mood when you hear that song like you cannot be uh i feel the same about the song that came in third which is stop yeah that's also thank true. you very much yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because when i read the third. list and i'm sure you guys thought maybe the same thing when you saw that list like just how many hit songs they had and just how amazing they all were totally yep Ah. Uh. And still, Posh only had one dance move. All those hits, <laughs> one dance move. Left leg kick out. <laughs> uh, or the right. I guess she had two then, eh? Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. <laughs> and also, congratulations to Baby Spice. She ain't no baby no mo. That's bad grammar. Emma Bunton married Jade Jones and his uh, on his social media captioned a photo that said, Me and Mrs. Jones. Oh. Uh, they finally got classic. her done. No longer living in sin, one might say. You just did. (laughs) I did, yeah. Yeah. And he got her done. You also said that. Jeez. (laughs) So much for the family. They do have two kids. They do have two kids. (laughs) So they've made it. um, So something worked. Well, good. (laughs) Twice. Twice. (laughs) And she wants more, remember? Because we discussed that, like, what, a couple months ago that she wants another one? Wow. Yep. 
You, you know what she might have to do is uh, stop reflect right upon now. her decision. And stop right now. Thank you very much. She should channel some uh, some Latina Cristina Aguilera and mm. maybe take some Mi Reflejo. Oh, yeah. What's that? I think it's reflect. My, my reflections. Oh, that sounds, yeah, I think that's right. I, I would tell you, but I'm not, that's not in my vocabulary yet, yet with my... Um, I'm going to check the app while we discuss how Cristina <laughs> Aguilera... Is now um, like super inspired after doing a follow up album to um, to Mi Reflejo, which was two in the year two thousand. She won a Latin Grammy at the time for it. In the year, I think that was only two years after, or a year and a half after she launched her like English singing career. So that's pretty good to win a Latin Grammy like that no young. Kidding. You know what I mean? I love also Christina's level of uh, confidence is key. She says, yep. I've been in music for a really long time, but there's nothing like being around Latin musicians and artists. The energy they bring to the table, the love and the passion they just bring and exude. She's actually re-inspired by making music all over again uh, for making this album. What we don't have are dates. Yeah, I feel like it'll be out like fallish or maybe in time for Noel. Yep. Let us pick a top two from Christina. You Let's guys have yours? Do it. Adam. Alrighty, I can start. Do it. Um, first song. There's no particular order because they're so different. Um, I have to go with Fighter. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm. I love Fighter. And then I'll go way past the 90s, a lot closer to us today. Um, Christina's collaboration with A Great Big World. A, wait, is it A Great, a great Big, big world. world? There yep. we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, with their song Say Something. I love that song. Yeah, that's beautiful. Nice picks. Thank you. I'm going to tag on your fighter uh, and, and say that, honestly, one of my favorite songs from her is a remix. Uh-oh. 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 It's the Mama Jamma <laughs> remix of Fighter. So it's it's kind of like a mashup more than anything, but of uh, She's a Bad Mama Jamma from oh. the early 80s, Carl yep. Carlton, on Fighter. And it's incredible. Okay. Incredible. I will also then throw in Candyman. Ooh, nice. Because I think, you know, she was, Christina's one of those pop artists that, uh, like like we saw when she recorded her Mi reflejo, that she has more to her than just a pop sensibility. She's got a voice and a half and she knows how to use it. So to yep. tackle a like a, an old school jazz tone on Candyman and well, I thought was amazing. So she basically introduced that style of music, that kind of a swing to a younger audience. So I thought good for her on many counts. We have a Kel? connection piece going all throughout this uh, top two because I will piggyback off of Candyman. I love that. Love it. Love that song. Love, love it. it. And uh, I also really like her take on Car Wash. Nice. Yep, that was sick. Adam, have you heard that version? Uh, I have not heard Christina's <laughs> You have version. to hear Christina Aguilera's version of Car Wash. And you should also see the original film Car Wash. Also true. You may not get those, you know, 98 minutes back, but <laughs> you will have seen it and understood it fully. That's a lot of homework for one show. <laughs> Upon uh, further reflejo, we are going to wrap it up. Thanks, you guys. Uh, we'll check back in for show number uh, 49. We are going to hit our 50 mark and how yeah. fun is that going to be? Woo! Woo! Bells and whistles and other things that go along with celebrating. Uh, you guys, until next time, thank you. You're welcome. Bye and bye. thank you all for listening and finding us wherever you do. We appreciate that you listen to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>